This is Anthems. My name is LaPhil. I am a British Chinese singer, artist, and performer, and have released epic pop songs such as Boyo, Genesis, and Nightlife. I am also a part of LGBTQ collective Sync the Pink. Your word of the day is sculpture. When we think of sculpture, we think of 3D creations in galleries or statues in the center of fountains, in luxury gardens or homes. But sculptures can be more than that. It was the artist Marcel Duchamp that famously changed the idea of modern art forever when he placed a ready-made urinal into a gallery and called it art. It was, to quote Duchamp, an ordinary object elevated to the dignity of a work of art by the mere choice of an artist. I like to take that idea further and think of our bodies and our lives as living artworks. I'm a sculpture. You, my dear listener, are a sculpture. A sculpture is essentially the result of many creative decisions. Our identity is like that shaped and formed over many years, where every gesture, every action is a creative choice that expresses who we are. We already inject our bodies, implant it, add pacemakers, dental implants or artificial limbs. We modify it to enable us to live a longer and better life. Our body is a vision we create as is our mind that we tailor with language or skills in order to shape our life and the world like a sculpture. I spent a lot of time exploring this idea when I went to art college. I made ceramic sculptures and was obsessed with sculpting fresh clay onto the naked human body to transform it and see it in new ways. As both the sculptor and the sculpture, I thought about how our bodies were like clay moldable, adaptable, but also knowing that each type of clay has its own inherent qualities that we can either hide or emphasize. Whether it's the grainy texture of a stoneware or the smoothness of a porcelain. My inherent qualities were my race, my sexuality, my gender. My sculpting process was if I could acknowledge those qualities and then whether or not to accept or reject them. For a long time, society shaped me. When I was five, I knew I was gay, but my mum told me that boys don't like boys, so I believed her. I tried to shape myself to fit in with other sculptures and this sculpture of the world. But we, as queer people, are in a unique position where we have had to question every construct of the reality around us, like a matrix. Whose creation am I? Society conditions us to think that heteronormative codes are inherent inside our makeup, our body, our mind. Meaning as queer kids, we often spend more time than our cishet counterparts questioning ourselves and unpicking everything to decide what kind of sculpture we want to be. When I was 11, I could already see my path would be being a father of a family, with a wife, having 2.4 children, bringing home a loaf of Warburton's bread in a Ford Escort car. That's what I guess my sculpture would have looked like if I had let it be shaped by society or my parents. I already knew then that's not what I wanted. Just like clay, sometimes a material just needs to do its own thing. And so the only choice is whether to acknowledge that fact or not. I made the choice to acknowledge I was gay. That was the first time I reshaped and remoulded my sculpture to something I wanted to see. 
Despite knowing the processes ahead of me would be much more difficult, making that active decision gave me ownership and gave me back control. Looking back, our body sculptures are continually shaped by other forces, like the way we walk, a strut or a swagger, or the way we talk. Hey, mate. I confess, I did occasionally say mate in my teenage years when I wanted to appear more butch. These are all choices that are reinforced by our surroundings or shaped by television, media, our peers, our neighbours and our parents. Like the way my dad would kick a ball at me to encourage me to kick it back. Or the way my mum would cut my hair into a short back and sides. But I never felt comfortable being this traditional sculpture of a boy. Finally, at art school, I began to explore my identity and looked at the evolving depictions of masculinity throughout art history. I saw paintings of Sanson and how his long flowing hair depicted strength and power. But now, masculinity and strength are depicted with a short back and sides. I saw how ancient Greek sculptures celebrated men with small penises. But now? Well, you know. It shows how society's ideals shift. Most of our bodies in this 21st century are just shaped by media or copied from our friends or celebs which all goes to show how fickle all our gender codes, or trends as we call them, actually are. I want to become a timeless sculpture that doesn't reflect the ideals of our present or past society, but one that reflects what I truly envision for myself, my authentic self, and what makes me most happy. Sometimes that does make life harder. Take clothes, for example. I like wearing shoes with heights, or have the option to wear materials like lace and silk, or even a skirt and a dress. But society has decided that masculinity should only be restricted to a smaller basic selection consisting mainly of polo t-shirts, jeans and cargo shorts. Tell me, when was the last time you saw a gorgeous pair of shiny stilettos in the men's shoe department? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of guys who would buy them, but we have let these societal trends impact the options and creation of our ideal selves. With my long hair, I often get mistaken for being a woman. In shops or restaurants, staff ask, Can I help you, madam? No, thank you, I usually reply in my deepest Yorkshire accent, just to throw them off a little. Most people associate humans with long hair, smooth skin, or a desire for a chunky platform heel as female. So when I appear in men's toilets, they feel compelled to tell me, Miss, you're in the wrong one. Nope, I can read the door sign, thank you very much, I say. I purposefully stand at urinals, not Duchamp's though, with my long skirt lifted up and piss like an act of protest. The pissing isn't just about reclaiming space for me, it's about reshaping the other's expectations about who they encounter in spaces that they thought only belonged to them. So the next time they see someone queer in bathrooms, the shock may become a little easier for them to handle, until one by one they get used to a new normal. Simply by me crafting my sculpture and making it visible in the public realm helps reshape their understanding of the world, like a tool shaping their sculpture, or a bit like a tutor in class coming round to a piece of work and pointing out, this bit looks a bit funny, maybe have another think about it. I want everyone to believe they are a fresh piece of clay, a sculpture that is constantly evolving and growing. The beauty about treating our body, our life and our world as a sculpture is that we take an active role in treating it as an entity of beauty. Life is not a passive experience. 
It helps me make decisions. It allows me to view situations more objectively. When looking at the sculpture of life I want to create for myself, is there something I need, something I can remove or edit? What tool would help me achieve the shape I want? What skill to learn next? It's not easy. There's loads of factors that can impact us. Where we live, how old we are, how much money we have, and some things we can't even change fully. But it is the process of examining all our choices from all sides that allow us greater understanding of who we are and how to express our authentic self. It gives our life purpose. Even though it can be a long process, the sculpture you make will be all the better for it. It will be truly yours, reflecting your journey, the highs and lows, but it will be something you are proud of because you fought for it to exist. I fight to make my sculpture valid, to have its equal place in the world. I noticed the more pride and beauty I took in its creation, the more impact it had and the more visible it became. It gave me more confidence to show everyone my creation and to brush off the opinions of those who don't matter. For too long, archaic structures representing old values stand in our public arena. It's time for all our queer sculptures to be visible and to show the world that they are truly beautiful and deserve its rightful place. When we lie in bed towards our final days, what is a sculpture we want to have made? Sculpture, definition, verb, to form an image or representation of from solid material, to shape by or as if by carving or moulding to change by natural processes.